I lost my good friend, my brother, my brother. to the drink. Call me donuts because I'll be Dunkin'. <laughs> it also gets annoying because it's like Pringles. When I pop, I can't stop. You know what I mean? But if he was a lizard person that came to Earth. Oh, yeah. He would yeah. be like looking at weird stuff. Yeah. From Boogie Land Media, this is On Carlson Drive, a dusty little dirt road of memories from the wit and whimsy of Wendy Bonifield. Today's episode, A Short Bit of Sisterhood. This past Christmas, my daughter Grace gave me the thoughtful gift of her stories. She placed them in a book with the title, On Walmer Street. So, I thought it would be fun to include one or two of her stories in this year's season. So please welcome Grace, who will tell one of her stories from On Walmer Street. I'm fast at making friends. Often I'll walk out of a restaurant and have a new one-time friend. It's the same with those who stay by my side. One of these people was my good friend Jaden. I met her in middle school. I don't remember where or how, but there she was, and there she stayed until mid-junior year when she took her own path that I knew I didn't fit into. When I met her, we had a class together, English or composition, I can't tell you which since it's been about eight years since our meeting, and I've met a lot of people since then. She was so easy to talk to and randomly appeared in my classes and in the hallways out and about. Jaden had a short stint in band as a percussionist, following the musical suit of her sister, but that was even shorter than my band career as she left before high school. With her track record of effort in extracurriculars, it made sense, but I still saw her often in classes or after school. We had English together for a time, advanced with Mr. Williams, a dreaded hour that I transferred out of the next semester in desperation, beating the grammatical overview, never having to embarrass myself in front of the whole class much smarter than I. I remember one tragic moment with her when we were first figuring out the block period schedules. This incident happened at the worst part of the day. Jaden and I had made the mistake of going to the first lunch instead of the second, and this was during the infamous Mr. Williams class. What you must know is that this teacher was a strict teacher that struck fear into the worst of the students, and the way you knew he liked you was if he decided to pick on you. If your name was mentioned during an insult of some kind, beautiful, you've made it. So when both of us walked into class that day with big smiles and ridiculous laughter in the middle of a lecture, we were expecting to get chewed out by this man of six feet or more of power and frustration. But instead, he raised his head from his papers, then his eyebrows, and simply looked at us as he continued his lecture. 
All throughout that lecture, Jaden and I sat and listened to him explain some depressing part of a depressing story and wondered what panic and shame we would have to weather after class. Then, nothing. We got absolutely nothing. A silent, bone-chilling nothing. I swear it almost felt worse than a negative response or a stern talking to. Safe to say that never happened again. During our successful lunches, we both sat together outside in the band hallway. The first two years we were there, outside lunch was permitted. For the last two, eating outside of the lunchroom was forbidden, as children were probably chaotic and as messy as they were in their own home. Besides that, in the young years, we sat in the band hallway, against the concrete wall and the art exhibit that remained almost exactly the same over the substantial time which we both found rather confusing. Lunch was a joy with Jaden. Even in her chronic flakiness, there was still a sisterly bond we had for a short but wonderful time. During our lunches, we were usually plagued with someone else's company, usually uninvited and slightly agonizing. There were two girls that cycled through. The first was this skinny twig of a girl with such chaotic energy that could not be contained. It's like her logic stopped developing with her from fourth grade. She also dressed like it too, regularly donning bright pink sweatpants with words on the side and the fluffiest Ugg boots you could buy. You never knew what energy she was going to bring to lunch that day, if she would be exuberant, dating, single, or absolutely distraught. Imagine my mood swings, but multiply them by five and add a little bit of contempt. There she is. The next girl also had an annoying name that donned a Y at the end. We seemed to attract the misfit children that were misfits for a reason, not the cute jack-in-the-box named Charlie. No, more like the celebrity stalker kind of misfit. This girl had no control over her volume, even more so than I. She was always at an all-time high, with a gym teacher voice bellowing at you, low and always a little bit hoarse for a good reason. There was also never anything positive that came out of her mouth. Everyone around her seemed to do her wrong, and she was the poor angel of everything she was a part of. Jaden and I almost fit that bill, with the sideways glances and winces in pain. I guess that's just who we attracted, and we weathered the storm together with laughter and stories of the day. The most special times we had together were always on accident, because that's all you could hope for with a drifter like Jaden was. During high school, I walked home since I was about three minutes away by car and ten by foot. Jaden had to stay at school for a long period of time after, because of her sister's basketball practice in the fall. Our pads always crossed with the way I left school from the back through the football field. We either hung out in the back parking lot, usually for faculty cars and staff parking, or the gym stairs from the entrance to the field, court, and locker rooms. We would hang out from 2.40 to about 
when I would remember that my mother often worried too much and she still couldn't figure out that I was regularly spending time with Jaden, watching attractive baseball boys walk to practice in their nice, tight pants. We were completely and utterly shameless about it, giggling the whole time. One of my favorite things to do, though, was bring up a boy I knew since fifth grade. He was her first kiss and was one of the most annoying boys in the world. He was a blonde, spiky-haired saxophone player with a prominent Adam's apple and a chin that could poke your eye out. One of the best things to point out I was given so beautifully was the terrible moment he decided to dye some of his hair, shock blonde, to a purple, dipping the duckbill he styled straight out from his forehead in the color, almost like he was one of those little desk birds that only repeatedly dip their beak into the water. Once they parted ways, he was perfect material to pick on her with. Because out of all the guys, she picked one of the most obnoxious, dim boys you could around the people we knew. She also frequented football games with me once I gained the sanity to quit band and pursue not that. She was a fellow band revolter, still enjoying the show. During those nights, we would romp around with a group of delinquents she would soon blend into. They accompanied us in our adventures and often were filled with laughter and some jokes that went over my head gladly. She was on the swim team in the shadow of her sister with the same long stride and beautiful square build. She would accompany another friend and I to swim meets and scream along with me, being the only other person to actually understand me for a time. Then, the next two years, I found myself independent by default, which I wasn't too unhappy about. Alas, some friendships aren't meant for life, and some of the most meaningful people for a time can disappear. During the later half of junior year, Jaden pursued a better friendship with the group before, and it was revealed to innocent old me that they were not a group I would fit into, leaving me distraught. Jaden found herself on a different drive, and all I could say was goodbye, and my only legacy in her life would be the girl who made some of the best scrambled eggs she'd ever had. Though we parted in sad circumstances, and in the hope that she would eventually find her place in the world, I wouldn't change our good times for the world. She formed a lot of my early high school memories, and she played a huge role in my acceptance and journey towards growing up, even if I'm not quite grown up yet. This seems like a good, you know, starting point. Just giggling with yeah. my friend Adam. Hello, so, I'm Adam. Um, <laughs> yes, I brought one of my really good friends slash brother, Adam. Oh, here you're my today. brother too. Yeah. I mean, what? You're my sister. <laughs> no, we're both brothers. You can go yeah. with it. Um, bro. A female bro. 
we met about junior year, right? It yes. was kind of It was like the latter half of junior year. Yeah. When I moved on from the group of delinquents I was with, and then I kind of like randomly found you. It was English class. It was right? English class, yeah. I was going through some stuff with other people and then came back from winter break. I was having a conversation with someone and then you jumped into the conversation and then I left the other people behind. I just started talking to you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he talks with his hands whacking around Me? like a yeah. crazy man. If I don't talk with my hands, I just, hello there. I'm Adam. <laughs> I'm from Overland Park, Kansas. I like donuts. <laughs> and I just don't have any physical motion. I need to talk with my hands. Yeah, of course. Me too. I get that. One of the reasons that I brought you on here was the fact that there was kind of a friend divide slowly. Like, like I mean, we've talked about, specifically, I was thinking about, you know, Sam and Micah, right. how they were two good friends of yours and kind of acquaintances of mine. Yeah. And you've known Micah longer. Yeah. I've known Micah since elementary school. We were act- We had our own falling out. Uh, Mm -hmm. He deserted me in fifth grade because I was homeschooled sixth grade, but it's fine, whatever. Come on, Micah. (laughs) And kind of the same thing happened, but in high school. Yeah. (laughs) It'd just be happening like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was just weird. You know, Sam, I've known Sam since kindergarten. And if you look at Sam now to back then, he's so much different. Like Sam back in kindergarten in elementary school had glasses Wore like long cargo shorts and like plaid short sleeve shirts, mm-hmm. and he would talk like this. Yeah, Micah, yeah. he was a he was a chubby cheeked boy. Mm-hmm. We used to draw little characters together that were like, oh, how much power do they have, and like stuff like that. And then he got cool and theatrical, yeah. and yeah. So I guess we, <laughs> me and Micah, had an elementary school falling out. That's like the worst, though, I feel. I feel like it's worse than high school. You like have someone in elementary school and you fall out with them. It's Mm -hmm. like the end of the world. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, Probably go back to drawing with crayons, but you never know. Back to basic math, reading Charlotte's Web, but you never know. You never know. Tomorrow could be the day that Micah doesn't come to school because he's like, that hurt so much that we had a falling out. I mean, I guess he wouldn't be hurt because... You were the one hurt, so like he would come and I you was wouldn't the one be there. That left. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't come to school that day. He'd be like, "What did I do?" Yeah, I would be oh, upset no. with him. Like junior year, I was like, "Well, you left me." So I'm glad you did that. Mm-hmm. I remember I went to go drop off his Christmas present or something, and you were in the back seat and you yelled at Micah. Yes, and his I did. mom was outside. It was so funny. Uh-huh. It was the best thing ever. See, you have tabs on Sam and Micah. And, like, Jaden and I just kind of, like, she disappeared. Literally disappeared. Like, she shaved half of her head and then said goodbye. Really? Yeah, like, one of those weird... Like, Skrillex. Sure, I don't know. And, like, she, no one knows where she is. Yeah, basically, she doesn't post on Instagram. I had zero idea what was happening until I randomly Snapchatted Jaden about scrambled eggs. Like, I was, like, I made scrambled eggs, and, like, three years later, I was, like think about you when i make scrambled eggs yeah because of that one time where she was like these are the best scrambled eggs i've ever had and i'm like yes win so you like snapchat her the eggs now yeah does she ever respond like she was like oh wow hi and then she dropped off the face of the earth again maybe she's like a guru now yeah not like one of those weird cult gurus no but like an actual like yoga like an actual like because she's tall and slender too yeah so she would probably do really well last time 
I checked. She was very flexible. Yeah. That sounds weird. <laughs> that sounds really weird. Like, oh, we stretched together, I guess. But she, I mean, she swam. She swam, yeah. And we stretched she and warm swim. Ups. Yeah. Yeah. There, so you, there go. you go. Not weird. Yeah. Just need a little bit more context. For yeah. <laughs> There's a bird right there. Oh, a bird. Hello, bird. Hello. That is like the perfect analogy of the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bird. You have not been able to stay on topic <laughs> for more than 30 seconds. Oh, a bird. He's, st- <laughs> he's still there. What kind of bird is it? It's a small one. It doesn't look like a hummingbird. She left me like a bird flying That's Jaden right there. Into the world. It's a sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. She's checking on us. She's a bird. I hope she's doing well. See that, yeah. Yeah, so there, you, there go. you go. You know, I don't wish malice. Not at all. You know, I just am one of those people that are hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ow, that hurt. How yeah. dare you? I'm mad at you now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was more good than bad in that. Right. You know, but I mean, like, you're kind of wounded in leaving. Mm-hmm. And so that's like, that's the last moment you had where it's like, oh, she left. But like, we did hang out every other day where my mom didn't figure that out. She was like, where were you? And I'm like, eh, where I always am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And so, also I mean, like she introduced you to like Jack, mm-hmm. right? And Eden. Yeah. And I don't know if you still talk to Jack, but you still like have frequent conversations with Eden. So. Like I knew Eden from elementary school, but we kind of like drifted away and then Jaden was friends with her and I was like oh hey it's you you know (laughs) and I still occasionally talk to Eden so you think about the other friendships that come out of what happened with Jaden yeah like she didn't hurt me in a way that was like she was not mean to me she just didn't make the same choices that I did Mm -hmm. she slowly left me yeah yeah it was like a slow kind of you're not going to hang out. She never really hung out with me in general. And she never, like, asked you to hang out or anything? No. We hung out, like, once at my house. And then all the other times were accidental. Yeah. Yeah. And at school. So, like, you really can't avoid her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not that you'd want to avoid her because you guys were friends with her. No, she probably wanted to avoid me. <laughs> Dang. Jaden, I hope you're doing good. I don't know where you are right now, but I, if you're listening to this, I hope you're doing really good with your life. Yeah. I hope you've... I know. I hope. So. I hope. You Some know? part of me is like, I hope she's like settled down and married. I know that we Has do. a great job or is in college. Yeah. Good for her. Mm-hmm. If that's what's going on. If you're like doing back alley drug deals, maybe rethink your career path. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a certain kind of high schooler that just kind of goes, ooh, goodbye. And you're like, oh gosh, oh no. Yeah. And then they turn out all right. You they know? turn out all right in the end. Hopefully yeah. she's one of those like 50 year old people that was like, oh. <laughs> I was pretty crazy in high school. And they're like, Mom, what? Yeah. Yeah. And then they tell the grandkids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that fits Jaden. Yeah. yeah. We're actually birthday buddies. We have oh, the same yeah. birthday. I would make sure to Snapchat her every birthday. And I'll, everyone would be like, happy birthday, Adam. I'm like, well, hold up. Happy birthday, Jaden. <laughs> yeah. And nice. she's always like, thank you. <laughs> Jaden and I were in kindergarten together. And she was always big sister-esque. Mm-hmm. Same with second grade because she yeah. was there with second grade too. But I remember one time distinctly, I was just, we were in music class in kindergarten, and I'm picking my lip because that's one of my nervous tics. Mm-hmm. Is when I get like bad anxiety or nervousness, I start picking the skin off my lip. Yeah, 
and she slapped my hand. But she's a kindergartner. She'd be like, no, don't do that. <laughs> Knock it off. Yeah. I knew Sam in middle school. Yeah. And he was just cute as a button. Yeah, he was, he was tolerable. Like... <laughs> a decent stand-up law-abiding citizen. And great, I, like in elementary school, was like the cutest little thing. He was just the cutest little bean. He was so great. Oh, he was so cute. And he was so funny. He was so he was funny. Always, he's always been funny, though. Yeah. He's yeah. still funny. Yeah. He still finds ways. Like, when I hang out with him and Sam last summer, he picks on Sam so much, but Sam never picks up on the joke, so Sam thinks he's being serious. Yeah, I'm one of those people. He told some joke about Sam at the mall. This was, like, a few years ago. And Sam got really up in arms and just stormed away. Mm-hmm. The main focus for me and Micah the rest of the day was to go find Sam in the mall. And it was a bad experience because we just could not find him. Oh. We called his dad. We were like, we can't find your son. He's missing. And he's like, what? I was like, Micah, don't lead the phone call with your son is missing. That's not a good idea. No. <laughs> Micah never had the best logic. No. that I mean, he left you, so. Well, he left you, too. Elementary schoolers are kind of mean like that, though. Yeah. Like, once you lo- like leave school, you don't exist, man. Like, mm-hmm. you don't. And then you pop up back in middle school, and they're like, what? I've noticed it with a few people after we left high school. Mm-hmm. They're like, who are you? You don't oh, yeah. exist. Oh, yeah. The biggest flex is to be bullied by someone in high school. And then like years after high school, you're hotter than them. You got a better job. You're a better person. You're nice. And they're just like stuck doing the same shenanigans they did in high school. Yeah. They're like, you're like, yeah, bro. I have like three middle school bullies. And one of them has always been sort of attractive. And then the two other ones are not cute at all. It was in my math class. It was lame, but it hurt also. Yeah, because it was middle in middle school. school yeah. And it was like, they all called me stupid and were like, you're going to get an F, which I probably had better grades than them. So. Yeah, weirdos. I love that this is like how our conversations go. Where yeah. It's like, we have one topic that's like, okay. And then we're like, how about 85? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's 85 but i feel like it all kind of comes full circle yeah you know you know because we're talking like, about those people that we loved in our life that are no longer there yeah. i mean it's yeah. all love yeah i did mention that there was something about the story that i wanted to tell you yes. about the really annoying uh-huh. one i dated in middle school you did i did oh my god for three days oh my gosh she probably has some serious beef with you. that's hilarious she didn't we like she was like hey i like you and i was like you have short hair you're cool she dressed like a tennis coach in middle school and we talked in math class and that was it and she was like yeah i'm, I'm not i'm not feeling it i'm like oh. okay oh. that's it that's the end of it sad it's all good. Really. I didn't have any connection with her whatsoever. That's really funny. So when she told me, she's like, I like you. I'm like, okay. Cool. I'm in middle school for like a month and I already have a girlfriend. Wow. Things are going great. Nice. And I had another girlfriend like three months afterwards. And then that lasted a week. You got a bad track record, man. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh, look. The bird's not there anymore. Oh, he'd been gone for a while. The bird heard the part about Jaden being a yoga instructor and just dipped. And it was like, no. Yeah. That's not what Jaden's doing. <laughs> I guess we fly away with the birds. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on with me. Adam. Well, of course. Thank you for having me on. Keep on rocking in the free world. Yeah, we could end it like I end my non-existent podcast with how I end my emails warmly and brightly. 
Grace Bonifield. Thank you for listening. This episode of On Carlson Drive was produced for Boogieland Media by Randy and Wendy Bonifield and distributed through our friends at podbean.com. All stories were written, edited, and narrated by Wendy Bonifield. All original music and music arrangements are written and performed by Randy Bonifield. Remember to subscribe and please like, add, friend, and review this podcast wherever you find us. Follow On Carlson Drive on Facebook and Instagram at username on Carlson Drive. And be sure to visit our website at oncarlsondrive.com. Special thanks to all our friends and families who, unbeknownst to them, were writing the stories we tell simply by living them. Join us in two weeks for a new episode. Until then, thank you for listening to On Carlson Drive.